Aloha, uh, and welcome uh, to our uh, to our uh, conference call and um, and uh, transition to our new uh, welcoming the new season uh, podcast. So, uh, so aloha, welcome. Um, for folks that uh, have been with us a while and uh, doing involved with our conference calls, um, we're kind of transitioning that uh, conference call process to a new podcast-oriented approach to uh, sharing the message and work uh, that we do around StillPoint. Uh, so we have a whole new kind of platform that we're uh, about to launch uh, around the StillPoint work and uh, social media uh, for StillPoint Tribe for folks that are using the StillPoint uh, uh, process and products. And, uh, and the StillPoint Tribe will also be hosting the, new, the Welcoming the New Season, what was the conference call, now as a podcast format. In addition, we're going to be doing uh, regular, uh, daily, weekly, more often trainings uh, that fit into the whole still point yogic approach uh, shared with the whole network still point tribe uh, and around protocols uh, uh, for handling the shift in the new season, uh, protocols for the, our laser products and other uh, subtle yogic products. So on that note, welcome and aloha again uh, for folks that have been with us a while um, and also for new folks. Uh, we start, as I always do, uh, with all the seminars, retreats we've been doing for years. Everyone go ahead and take a nice breath in and stop right at the top of the breath. Hold for a moment. Feels like holding the breath. Don't hold the breath. Let the breath keep going like it does uh, when you rest. Breath, breath is uh, very good at doing what it does. Uh, yet you stay here in space but between the breath. Yeah, right there until, you, until it kind of lands. And when it does, you kind of rest. You abide in this space. Yogis, mystics call it the space between the breath. In India, they call it the breathless state, the breathless state. In cranial work, they call it still point. And the key to this state is uh, arriving into uh, a condition where one's uh, attention is... Uh, is uh, is no longer uh, outward. So we'll come back to this throughout the course of uh, this podcast, and also throughout the course of uh, a lot of our trainings and our uh, approach to technology, our, uh, our, our seminars, retreats, they all center around first uh, cultivating this state. This state is, kind of, is the starting point. And so you'll hear me often uh, come back and say, all right, everyone, take a breath in and just stop right at the top, hold. For those of us that have been doing it for a while, for me, I don't use the breath. It's not a breath process. This is a this is a, it's like shifting your car, right? You, it's like shifting. The more you do it, it's a, for me, it's just more like I just drop in. And I can't say how, uh, for, to me, the important this is right now on planet, right now. So for the first uh, thing I want to touch on here is I often do different updates to what's happening uh, as we progress in the uh, new season. And to give, since we're launching this new as a new podcast and not a conference call that we do 
that goes to people that are already familiar with our approach and the reference that we have. Most of the trainings you'll find that I do for folks that have been with us for a while and for new folks also are centered around often I first kind of lay a reference. And in that reference that just sets up a general reference of the experience that how I'm experience, the experience that I'm kind of having as to what's happening. Uh, uh, and then from that reference, I then kind of cover a training or an approach that I'm using to deal with that with that reference. And then usually we jump in and do the actual process so that it is it becomes real. And then often maybe we'll just touch in a little bit to recap. But that's generally the approach that I take uh, in terms of sharing the different things that where you know it, our life and the the whole kind of journey that we've been on with developing different products. Our, first we started with seminars and retreats, and then we developed some different products along the way. And all of them, the whole everything that we share that we share is uh, how do you say it's it's the things that we use in our experience to address the, the, the challenges that we're, that we're bumping into. And we try different things, and those things either work. If they don't work, we don't share them. And if they do work, we share them. Everyone, again, take a nice breath in. Right here, stop at the breath. Hold. So I'm going to kind of, kind of give a little bit of a reference of what, how I'm experiencing what's happening on planet Earth right now. And by the way, as I always say and have for years, don't don't believe whatever I say. Don't don't. I never believe. People tell me lots of things, and I don't really believe anything. I don't believe. I don't not believe. I hear things, yet I don't. They don't have any substantive uh, value to me unless I experience it. And so as, as I only uh, convey and share things that in the approach of how I experience them, and so, and so don't, you know, don't believe what I'm saying. The reference isn't designed to be a reference that lasts, right? The reference is only a reference to give a, a direction to apply something with the hope that it improve one, improves one reali- one's reality. So... The reference is only valuable uh, if it helps to shift the physics of, of the situation that isn't in a nice situation or improves the situation. I can't say this enough. Often the references that I have shared, uh, I, they get modified. They're not static things. And this is, this is so uh, key to what's happening on the planet right now. I'm glad this uh, kind of arrived here. Since, you know, the... My background for folks that are new is my background is in yogi things, right? I left when I was done with college. I went to India and I hung around yogis and mystics. And really the root of the experience that I'm having and that I uh, share in the work that we do, in the still point work, in the uh, yogic work that we do, in the products we make, all centers around the yogic mystic experience. That to me is, is to me the key thing that uh, attracts me to this experience on this planet is the opportunity to experience uh, a full uh, a state of being and consciousness that's full and that uh, trans- it's, it's beyond the, the um, uh, fixa- fixational condition situation that's been going on here on this planet in the last ages. I don't mean to say anything against those situations, yet from my perspective, when I arrived on this planet, I was blessed to be be around uh, uh, certain uh, yogis and different folks and that dissolution to a state of being. So to the yogis, the, uh, the condition... There's a, this is uh, so key. Everyone take another breath in and stop right at the top. So yogis often refer to, you know, just to recap for new folks, the, the view that I have and that I share with folks is that we are, our planet is moving around the sun. Our sun is moving around the galaxy and the galaxy is moving around the universe. And as we do, 
many different ancient peoples and mystics and shamans and healers and yogis, they all say the same thing. Religions, they all say that there, there are these seasons that happen. And when the seasons shift, the physics shift. I don't want to get too into this. People can go to some of our, our YouTube station, uh, our YouTube channel, and other online uh, uh, areas that we have set up for, and where we cover this process of how the different shift of the ages happens, and how just in a similar way to in uh, winter, uh, it shifts and then it gets warmer, and people then adjust to that different situation. In the same way, as we leave the age that we've been in, which we are in the process of doing, and arrive into a different age, which is based on our planet's transit around the sun, right? It goes, when it's far away, it experiences one dimensional state of physics. When it gets closer, it shifts to a different, and our stars moving around the different quadrants of the galaxy, which has different physics of how the, how the state of energy flows through different star systems. And so each of these different uh, situations sets up uh, a different, uh, kind of like a microscope. When you're looking at a microscope, you see one thing. If you flip the lens, it's the same thing in the microscope, yet the lens, it, it, the whole physics are like, whoa, it's totally different, yet it's the same thing. Well, from uh, my perspective, we are in, in the midst of a lens shift astrologically, which is shifting the physics on the planet significantly. And so, and so, uh, and so, and I do these updates to kind of go through kind of what's happening as we are progressing. Right now, it's kind of a dynamic moment. We, you know, the Mayan folks, there's different folks that understand this shift of the ages and describe it in different ways. And the Mayans have an interesting approach to it. They understand it not only from the larger, larger cycles, 20, you know, 23,000 year, 20, uh, much larger uh, galactic cosmic cycles. They also understand the smaller, down to the 20-year cycles. They have a reference of these micro cycles that uh, compose the larger uh, flow, and so from uh, and and even smaller micro cycles within that. So from my perspective, we are right now we're at kind of an interesting moment from this tra this zone we've been in and some strong astrological things happening that are kind of conditioning some new uh, opportunities. Uh, everyone, again, take a nice breath in. Stop right at the top. And uh, reset. Good. And so the, the most important thing I can say, again, is even whatever I'm saying, it's, it's not... The, the only way that I vet out what's happening uh, is by dro is dropping into still point. So whatever I'm conveying, I dissolve that also. That's not substantively relevant. Only in so much as it lays a reference that then helps. So right now, there's ultra complexity going on. And I'm laying this reference simply as a tool to then say, oh, all right, well, so I, now I'm going to kind of go through things that I'm doing right now to adjust so the, 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 the micro-trend uh, zone that we've been in uh, has been uh, uh, kind of interesting in that it is it very, there's a, a very uh, excessive acceleration that's going on vibrationally. On an energy, there's a massive acceleration uh, that's happening uh, and... Uh, that takes um, profound skill to navigate. And even then, <laughs> you get knocked around. Like, I, like uh, so, you know, I'm, for me, I like to, as everyone who's been to our retreats and seminars, I like to abide and rest in still point in a subtle, nice state. And in my experience, I'm having to, you know, and again, I tell people, right now on planet Earth, if you're here, this is, this is the moment to get into practice. Uh, to me, everything is practice. And so I get knocked around and I say, all right, I got to up, you know, start trying different things, cultivate my attention. To me, it's all about cultivating one's attention and condition. And that's really what this whole, our whole reference of the Still Point Tribe and the Still Point Yogic work is a, is a ongoing 
uh, practice of cultivating uh, one's attention into a subtle state of being. In an effort to assist in uh, in uh, helping to manifest and express a new age, a new season here on planet Earth. Notice right there, kind of just dropped into still point. I didn't have to say, I would take a breath in. Notice, you can tell when you drop into still point, right? If you're new, the way you can tell is... Um, notice when you're in still point. Try uh, if you try holding on to a. You can't hold on to anything in your brain or emotion, even injury. And when you're neutral, uh, one's condition, breath is doing its own thing. We're simply resting and abiding in. Uh, a state of neutrality. Good, good, good work. Um, so, so again, this is this, this is to how I uh, kind of um, uh, assess and vet out what's real and true. I can't say this enough. That word is a uh, it's, it's a fascinating word. The word true. Um, in, in India, in the traditions that I am associated, and um, the yogis and mystics, the the word uh, true it doesn't have the exact same meaning as it does here. In, in the West, the people view true as what's right versus what's wrong, like what's what's accurate, or you know, and what's not. And it, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Though, from the yogi mystic way, it's not it's not at all accurate. The, the, for at least it's not how I understand it. Uh, so, so the word true in 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 the East, rasat, uh, the word true, uh, it, it, is uh, defined as that which lasts. That which lasts. So that which is is stable, ongoing. And to me, this is so key. So, you know, as I've often said, uh, uh, right now on the planet, so many different traditions uh, refer to the shift of the ages. And they all say a similar thing, that at the end of each age, there's a flood. If you study comparative religion, which I did a bit when I was uh, younger, uh, th- there's a reference to this flood. In every tradition, every religion, every uh, system has this view of the flood. Well, in India, uh, again, a lot of my uh, background and uh, uh, approach come from the uh, uh, years I was doing meditation and uh, orienting around a certain uh, approach. And... Um, that uh, that Eastern view says the word, tra- it doesn't translate to flood. The word is, at the end of each age, there's what's called a pralaya. Pralaya. And a pralaya is, translates as a dissolution. So at the end of each age, you have the flow form of the age, right? Where So the age uh, has a flow form. In other words, in each age, energy... Uh, comes out in, in from uh, fr- comes out from its origin, from its source or its origin, and it flows into manifestation in the creative process. And that flow, depending on the lens that it flows through, it or, it expresses it it orients in a certain way. And my uh, view is that the last age that we're leaving had a linear fixation. So energy came down, it diffracted at a certain place, and there's different kind of views about that, which I'm not going to, I don't want to get into right here. And that diffraction then set up, 
a a way that was the prevailing way for things to orient here on planet Earth. And the way I see it is that that diffraction set things up in a linear, kind of like white light. White light, the source, the energy, comes through a prism. It diffracts through the prism, and you have a line, a linear you know, a line. You have red through purple, the linear... Uh, color spectrum, the outer color spectrum that people see is the linear diffraction of that white light. In a similar way, uh, the experience of being uh, uh, came in the last age and diffracted, and that diffraction set up a linear diffraction, which had the, the kind of, the, it diffracted into, the, the linear diffraction was the psyche, the emotion, and the body. The ego personality is the is the linear from my perspective is the linear diffraction. So in the last age when I came to the planet Earth, to me, you know, it's a nice planet. I like it. It's a lovely planet. Yet the experience of identifying so here on planet Earth, what happens to a lot of people, according to yogis and mystics, is that they set up their reality along a line, right? The past is back there, the future's there, and people orient their attention, their experience on that line. So they're going through life. They go to school. They go get, a, get a, some kind of job or thing to do. Then they go to retire. Then they go. So the process is along this, this line. And, and so at any given moment, their attention is diffracted into the body personality on that line, moving from past to present to future. The problem with that for me when I came to planet Earth is the rest of the energy, the totality of energy, just like the white light, the white light diffracts, it doesn't have white light on the other side where the linear is. It has the individual colors, which is nice. If you're one of those colors, that can be a nice experience. Yet if your association is oriented towards the white light, you're kind of like, hey, I like the white light. For me, when I came to planet Earth, that was the condition that I, how I experienced it. It was like, this is nice, yet the personality only works on planet Earth. It's great for navigating, you know, from one place to the other, going on a trip, going to, you know, work to get to college or work to get a house or to do this. That's a nice uh, uh, kind of uh, faculty uh, for vehicle for, for doing things on planet Earth. Yet, if you're attracted and drawn to the... Uh, cosmos and beyond, it's completely uh, not uh, able to assist in that. It's not designed for that. It's it's a co- collection of impressions that people orient around from their experience. Everyone take nice breath in. Reset back into neutral. And simply rest and abide here. <laughs> so again, don't, whatever I'm conveying... Take it for what it is, simply a reference. Might be accurate, might not be accurate, doesn't matter. For me, it's accurate in that the reference helps me to orient my attention in a way that I find <laughs> attractive. I, it helps me to stay in a state of bliss and in a state of uh, uh, what I can, what I, uh, kind of a fullness of being and beingness, a state of being which to me is where everything is. Everything else is physical, emotional, psychic, all those things, they're not, to me, they're not attractive. They don't last. They don't, they, they, one moment, it's one thing. The body is going, going through one thing, then it's going through another. The emotions are here, then it's here, then it's here. The, the things in the brain that are happening, one moment it's this consideration, then it's this. They're moving from one thing to the other. They don't have the condition of thought, of, the, of that which lasts. And so, again, I don't place any, I'm not trying to, those things, everybody who came in in the last age, from my perspective, came in through that diffraction, and so they're working through that, and yet, from my perspective, we are in the, on the cusp, in the cusp of a new flow form. Pralaya means the old, uh, the old diffraction lens dissolves. And a flood occurs, not a flood of water, a flood of energy, nonlinear energy flows through to dissolve and in some situations to uh, accelerate, which I'll get to in a moment. It dissolves those different dimensions, those different states, the psychic, the, you know, what yogis, mystics call the causal or the psychic, the astral, the emotional, the physical, and then the different dim- dimensions that make up those different uh, levels or planes or however you want to refer to them. 
And so from my perspective, that, that, uh, there's a dissolution happening, uh, and, and in that process, old structures, old things that were organized around those different areas are, are dissolving, new energy is coming in, P- people that are welcoming that dissolution uh, from my perspective, have an easier go of it than people that are not welcoming that dissolution. Hence, welcoming the new season. From my perspective, if we if people are comfortable, in other words, it's not a good moment to be on planet Earth. From my perspective, if people resist or are not comfortable dissolving things, which is why for years, if you go and look at our videos on YouTube, our uh, trainings and retreats and seminars and our longer retreats and everything is is aimed at helping to dissolve. Still point is a technology. Everyone take a nice breath in. Stop at the top. Hold here for a moment. Let the breath keep going, yet you stay here in space between the breath. Still point is a technology, the yogic technology designed to dissolve things, whether it's in a physical thing, some memory, an injury, an emotional thing, some issue or thing you've been dealing with uh, that's been going on, that keeps going on. This is a process to consciously welcome and dissolve that thing. A psychic thing, maybe some pattern or program you've been running from the previous age around how you, you know, around how you, you know, uh, interact with your own experience or with other people or with uh, money or whatever it is, whatever pattern or program if you have it then it's i always say it's like computer if you have a computer and you don't understand how to close things it's not a good situation if you can open it you have to understand how to close it if it gets whatever you have to understand how to control out the lead or whatever it is to reset it if you don't understand those things well it's you have to if you're same thing with the human condition if you have if you have the body and you have to understand how if you have a, a, what, any kind of thing that's happening that's recurring from a previous a linear, right? If it's, a, if it's occurring again from a previous situation, it's a linear trajectory. All, karma, to me, all karma is is a linear, something that's occurring in a linear uh, uh, diffraction. In other words, if you have a wave and the wave is moving from past to present to future, the previous moment of that wave is determining the inertia of that wave defines the next moment. If it's going up, if it's going down, if that wave's going up and down and moving uh, across a body of water, the previous moment, inertia, defines the next moment. Well, anything you bring with you from your previous moment, physical, cell memory, emotion, belief, judgment, program, whatever it is, if you're bringing it to your next moment, you've just defined your next moment. The, the inertia is, that, is the karma. And again, how do we dissolve that? Again, just simply... Sh- Drop in uh, to still point. So, uh, so again, to kind of recap, um, from my perspective, we are um, on the cusp of a, a major um, shift. And, um, and central to that shift is a dissolution of the things from the previous age that are no longer appropriate. They're no longer age appropriate for the new. The old, age, the last age, people here identified their reality as, as separate from the rest of the universe and cosmos. Personality was a structure for planet Earth. The new season orientation, from my perspective, is based on understanding and experience and who one is in the cosmos as a, as a being uh, not fixated in the in the ego personality diffraction and orienting one's day-to-day experience around physical, emotional, and psychic things. So that's the reference that, uh, for me, uh, uh, that it makes sense that I'm using. Uh, and so right now, in this micro moment, and, and in addition to that, there's a dissolution happening. And that dissolution is a flow of, of new, non-linear, non-fixated energy. As it comes in, it's accelerating things. So that ex- collectively, there's an acceleration going on. Now, from my perspective, 
there is some complexity right now in our in in the area that we're in right now and it's in part in other words acceleration on its own uh, to me is is somewhat of a natural process and uh, and so to me there are some other variables happening right now that are complexifying the acceleration that is happening on the planet and so I want to touch on uh, this uh, briefly, uh, yet it's to me it's it's important um, in that you know right now there's been kind of a um, you know a, there, there's there are certain things in as far as technology goes that are happening on the planet that have some benefits but they also have n- not benefits, and without getting into too much around it, you know, right now, one of the things that is happening, we happen to be traveling right now, and um, there's a huge amount of uh, signal that's getting bombarded, particularly in cities, though, everywhere, uh, with Wi-Fi signals overlapping everywhere that are stronger and stronger, uh, cell phone signals, uh, 5G, there's so much signal happening that it naturally has an accelerating kind of variable. And that's part of the larger picture of what's happening. And it's also, from my perspective, the purpose of me bringing this up is not to delve into a um, large uh, kind of, uh, (laughs) you know, reference about it. It's simply to uh, lay a reference that uh, right now, it's super important for people to understand that there's massive acceleration happening. And that, that, that acceleration is, on the one hand, it's people that don't have tools to assist in that accelerate, stewarding that acceleration. From my perspective, the key right now is everyone take breath in, stop right at the top. The key right now is having the capacity to steward acceleration. I can't say this enough. We're going to be doing some um, uh, regular, uh, uh, in in the Still Point Tribe kind of family of podcasts. We'll have uh, the uh, Welcoming the New Season podcasts. We'll have uh, some of our Scalar Healing Laser protocols podcast where we cover protocols for using our uh, laser uh, products, our, the scalar wave laser. Uh, it's a medical device laser that's designed to unwind things and dissolve things uh, into still point injuries, uh, different kinds of challenges. So we'll have some podcasts that center around protocols uh, for using the, our lasers. We're also going to have some podcasts around our scalar yoga our yogic uh, process uh, and the new products we have, the scalar pad, uh, which you can lay on kind of like a large yoga pad that is designed to activate scalar energies uh, along the spine and some other uh, technologies, the Wi-Fi, the scalar plates, things that we have that are all designed to assist along with the most important technology, which is uh, still point. And the um, and our scalar yogic uh, uh, process, and so by whether you use these technologies that I'm referencing, these are simply what we use to navigate this acceleration. The challenge right now for that that I see happening a lot around me is that people are so inundated with the acceleration. So what happens when things get accelerated is it, it accelerates and then it blows out whatever's not neutral. So any kind of fixation, it's why for years, if you ever go around yogis and mystics, when you go visit genuine yogis, mystics, folks that have, through their uh, practice and meditation, cultivated a different state of being, they've dissolved certain, uh, uh, they've dissolved into a, a state of being that when you go around them, it, it, it naturally, uh, that that stable energy, it literally pops 
fixation uh, fixations. So, so it, 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 they say it's like burning karma, right? You go around them and things start to cook, and when they cook, they come out. So the acceleration is so people that have been to our retreats, when we do retreats, we often say that after first day, lots of stuff comes up for people. Since we're dedicating the retreat to opening up into neutral energy, and we're saying and inviting that neutral energy to come in and to uh, assist us to, uh, to bring up and pure, help purify linear fixations, physical, emotional, psychic, so that we can, as we clear those fixations, we can start to rest and abide in a nonlinear, uh, neutral state uh, of being. To me, that's everything, right? That's everything I do is orients around that. Whether I'm at a retreat, whether I'm going through my everyday situation, I'm, every day I am looking for how do I dissolve how do I rest and abide in this state of being? And so the acceleration of late on this planet is getting so heightened that it's making it that things are coming up both for individually for people but collectively. There's so much coming up in so many different areas that we have to make sure that we are... You know, I liken it to... Um, you know, it's why I call this, you know, I've been lately referring to this as a tribe. You know, we, you know, I'm always, whether we're, um, we were in uh, Maui until yesterday. We just got back to the mainland and we were with our kind of tribe there and our friends there. And for me, I'm always, Still Point is the kind of central reference for me. And so I'm often discussing different uh, still point and uh, things around still point, and so um, as we as we progress, I mean, at the at, I, I often refer to this as a boat, right? We're literally all traveling this planet's like a boat, right? We're moving uh, literally in our star system, and our star system is moving in the galaxy, and the galaxy is moving in the universe. And great mystics and saints say that the the galaxy is excuse me, the universe is moving in a much larger ocean. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, that's what this work um, is about. It's about sharing tools and uh, different, uh, the approach that we're using uh, to help navigate the transit, and for right now, the moment we're on, on in, as we're progressing, is is dynamic. This is a tough moment all around the planet, uh, around this country, and so the thing I want to convey, that's um, to me, and I'm going to cover this more in our scalar yoga. Uh, yoga is the word in India that I. It's not. It's different than yoga. Yoga is more. Yoga is is more the the verb. Yoga is literally like. Uh, to uh, to dissolve things and to cultivate one's attention, and so uh, everyone take a nice breath in. Stop right at the top. Good. Just hold there. So. Um, Everybody try one other thing. This is kind of key. I'm going to get into a little bit of yogic work. So everybody, as you're resting here in still point, these are some basic tools that to me are kind of essential um, for uh, just envision as you're resting here in still point, right? You take a breath in, stop right at the top, Hold for a moment. Envision one of those laser sabers from the movie and just go around the outside of your field. The field goes out 5, 10 feet, feet for most people. can go out further. And just envision this uh, laser saber like the kinds in the movies. And just go around the outside of the field and clear any blockages, any holes, any cords. I always tell people, I, you know, central to this work is keeping your attention 
in uh, a neutral orientation. So there's two key things from my perspective that can help uh, navigating acceleration, right? When acceleration is going, the, the key thing is, is to be able to unwind things. If you can unwind things as things are accelerating, you're inviting them to dissolve before the acceleration brings them and pops them open. From my perspective, if acceleration uh, kind of gets into people's experiences and then starts, a lot of people, in other words, let me put it like this, a lot of people right now on the planet who are kind of continuing to propagate old season, uh, what I consider to be fixation, linear uh, kind of um, energy from the old season, they're also comfortable to, to open up into what seems like an open kind of place. Yet from my perspective, it's not open in the same way that still point is open and neutral. Right? In other words, there's a lot of, um, how do I say this? There's a way as things accelerate, there's a way for things to pop open into chaos. It's a state of energy that's not as fixated well, it kind of is. It's it's more it's open though it's it's an it's oriented around chaos. There's not a, a coherent, stable condition to it. And so, from my perspective, it's super important to understand the nature of the acceleration. The acceleration is happening, and either it's going to kind of accelerate, cook things inside people, you know, that are patterns or karma or whatever, and pop it open, or to wherever it's at, or uh, a uh, someone is going to use their attention to uh, safeguard and steward that process of acceleration and opening and to bring it to what I refer to, what yogis refer to as a state, uh, a, a, uh, a condition uh, that is, and this gets back to the word sat, the word true, right? I am drawn to states of energy in the universe and beyond that are lasting, right? That are stable. And so, you know, again, uh, the way that I vet what's real and true for me is by w- welcoming it, dissolving, and seeing what that condition is in my experience. I can't say this enough. Yogis view there's, there's outer phenomena and then there's the intrinsic state of being. So yogis say outer phenomena are all the things on the outside that you're looking at, Right. And so there's all this stuff going on in the outer situation. We're all looking at that outer stuff. Now, normally, in the previous age and in other situations, normally there's a consensus among the inhabitants here, and they agree that this is what's going on. And so you have this consensus happening where people are like, oh, that's a tree, and everyone agrees that's a tree. And then you have, and so right now there's a, a kind of this acceleration that's happening on the planet. There's lots of different views about what's happening in the outer phenomena now. So this is not an effort to, or an, anything to discuss or have any reference about the things that are happening in the outer phenomena. This technology, this approach, is a, the approach that we use to navigate what's real and true for us. That's ultimately, still point is how to arrive in a condition of neutrality. And uh, we cover in our, in our um, videos and what we call still point response. And I, I can't say this enough, to using still point to vet out what energies you want to be associated to, to me, is I can't even tell you how valuable still point is to me simply on that front. People are asking me often, oh, what about, what's my view on this? What's my view on this? And I don't have a whole lot to say about my views on anything um, except that, uh, that w- one has to have a capacity to, to, uh, to uh, orchestrate, not only vet out. Vetting out is great just on the superficial. If you're just a body and ego personality moving through planet Earth. If you want, in other words, whatever energy you open up to that's the plane, that's the level you're going to be associated to. 
So be very clear what what things that you and I'll say another thing. Anything yogis traditionally mystics always say the general references drop the story. Anyone who's coming to me right now with a story and wanting me to opt into the story in any direction, I'm not interested. Story is on a psychic level. Anything that's coming to me with a reference that's coming from the past, that's, that's a fixational reference. So it, and it, it doesn't matter how much they say it's accurate or how true it is or whatever. From my definition of truth, true to me is lasting. And nothing on the psychic plane that I've seen lasts. It's, it's transitory by nature, which is why nobody's ever been satisfied here. And there's no religion that that's said, yes, this personality is the best way to go. Every religion says that there's something beyond that. You know, often it's referred to the word love is used or, or, uh, or grace or there's, there's words that are used that peace and uh, wonder. And, uh, and, uh, but they're only words to describe. The yogis I hung around with, they often say that the, uh, they call it the indescribable plane, the indescribable place. It's not words love can say a little bit about it, but it's, it's truly uh, uh, indescribable. So, everyone, again, I know to just check in. Like, I'm in still point. Make sure to check in. If you're not, take a breath. Otherwise, simply rest here in, in still point. And so, um, so, super important right now to understand. Outer, you have outer phenomena. Yogis say that the, the body, the emotions, and the psyche, psychic level, are all outer. To the yogi, those are outer. They might be you know, what's going on, what seems to be inside someone, yet to the yogi, they're outer from the intrinsic state of being. In other words, from the, from the state of being is associated to the plane uh, that is beyond fixation, like the white light, beyond the prism, beyond the fixation, the diffraction and the fixation is a plane, is a state of energy and, and being which is associated to, to, to a more lasting state. And the key to that, it's interesting, there's another reference to true. Where, you know, often people that do pendulum work or they do where they survey and map out roads, they say when a, when a, when a pendulum or a plumb line is true, the old builders and when, when the plumb line, they call it true. And what does that mean when it's, when it's true? It means it, it's without polarity. There's no, it's not moving. There's no polarity back and forth. It's true. It's neutral. Neutral is another reference of true. Which is, of course, why I adore still point. What is still point? Still point, breath, positive, negative, in, out, still point. It's neutral. Cranial rhythm, in, out, cranial, in, out. When you unwind the cranial rhythm, it, it dissolves, it drops uh, into still point. Yogis say there are waves that are happening in most people, and oscillations from physical, from emotional, from psychic. Those are like layers. Uh, and when... Uh, when one begins to uh, uh, get into the space between the breath and the breathless state, and we start to tap in to that plane beyond those layers. Which brings energy in to dissolve those oscillations and fixations. And uh, begins to open up a new condition. From my perspective, this is the quest of the of the uh, awakening process, and it's also of of, of, of a human of a, uh, and it's also the quest of our planet right now as it goes through this uh, transition into the new season. So uh, on that on that note, um, we're in a nice state. Usually, when we do uh, this kind of work, 
you can tell when the work has come to a nice place, when it's complete, when it's uh, when it's. Um, and to me, we're here. We're uh, we've arrived in this state. So I want to thank uh, each of you for uh, taking a moment out of your uh, busy lives, and I want to suggest that you take more moments out of your busy lives to cultivate this. You can, you're all experts at this now. So when we get off, in, in my life, every 10, 15 minutes, I drop in, in still point, I take a moment. If you're busy, uh, take a moment every so often, drop in still point. When in your house, have an area where you can sit. Every day, there's a certain area I go. When I get to a hotel, like we did late last night, there's an area, there's a chair, I went there, I sat down, I cleared my field. It's very hard to hold still point if there's tons of people threading up to your energy. So you clear, you drop in still point. You, if you have some of our products, you use laser, you use some of our products. If you don't, envision the laser saber. Cut any cords, any blockages, any holes. We're going to do more. We have lots of videos about this work, and we're going to be doing more. Uh, so you clear... And you rest it, you drop in still point. The more you practice this, the more it will become a natural thing that happens in your life. When some stress happens, when some other thing happens, it will kind of tug at you and it will kind of thread you up and just kind of bring you back here. And to me, the acceleration that's going on can be very nicely stewarded when one is using one's attention to cultivate still point and to welcome the issues. We're going to get into more, uh, uh, you know, stay tuned, sign up for our podcast, go to our YouTube channel, uh, sign up for our newsletter, uh, you know, reach out if you have questions about our products. We can, uh, our, our whole process approach and the technologies we develop are designed to assist for this transition uh, that's happening on the planet and for cultivating one's condition and attention into a neutral uh, state of being. Uh, So on that note, uh, aloha uh, and uh, blessings. uh, Aloha.